It's time to talk fantasy football. It's time to let them know where you let us crunch the numbers while you crush the competition. So grab your playbooks and crack a cold one because here's your hosts, Teak and Bainey. Welcome back, guys, on a new episode. As you can see, D-Bro is back here with us. We're doing a mock draft, 12-man PPR. And to kick it off here, Bainey got a few short words for us here, thanking everybody in the community to join us in this draft as well. Yeah, so we got a warm uh, reception when we announced what we were doing this week. We actually have representation in here from Oklahoma City, Pittsburgh, uh, North Carolina, D-Bro's in Texas. Uh, we're up here by the Lake Erie. So uh, if you're new to the channel, you guys are seeing us for the first time, like, subscribe, check D-Bro out on everything as well if you don't already. Anybody um, want to switch locations with me? You can hit me up. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, can't thank you enough, D-Bro. You, uh, you know, a lot of people you meet in life, uh, they'll hit you with the... Uh, common little uh yeah i'll catch you next time or hit me up we'll hang out sometime you you hit us with that but you came through you came back um i sent you just a feeler question his first message back was lock it in so here we are we're doing a mock draft with some followers some friends and uh yeah man uh we're really excited the twist on this though ebro at the end we're gonna ask you Pick a winner. Now, a lot of people reached out. Oh, they said, you know, they were thrilled to be able to hear from you, see, you know, your comments and how they stacked up against you. So I think your opinion means a lot to the guys in this uh, this draft today. Um, so we're going to ask you to pick a winner. You just quick look through over the thing. It could be yours. It very well could be yours. I was going to say, Bainey, where, where, where's the caveat of I can't pick my own team? No, absolutely. <laughs> like, no bias. No, no bias no, no, here. I'm, I'm just shooting the shit. Like, I, I really want to, like, I, I might come off as a vain dude, but, like, I'm not. Like, I won't even do that even if I thought my team was the best. I probably... I'm not going to do that, but I had to toss it out there. Like, you got to throw some caveat. Like, you can't pick your own team. <laughs> But uh, the twist is we're going to ask you to pick a loser as well. Oh. Um, it probably is going to be Mike, but um, besides that. <laughs> is that just the team that drafts Kenny Pickett? Is that what I'm <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be Mike. Okay, cool. Um, cool. But no, um, I think uh, mock drafts are a learning tool, man. You don't just learn from drafting well. You learn from drafting bad, figuring out what works and what doesn't. So maybe you can let them know where they went wrong. So um, that being said, I think we're going to kick this thing off if nobody else has anything else to add. Let's get it going. Oh, yeah. Let's go, baby. Push a couple buttons here. And we're going to get rolling. All right. Yeah, it's on the clock. Oh, shocker. <laughs> I mean... Justin Jefferson at the 1-1. One, one. It's kind of like we all know. <laughs> Jamar well, Chase. I mean, some, some people I mean, do like you know, Chase. Everybody's one. got choices in life. Chase should be the 101, but I digress. Chase is my 101. All right, boys. This guy's going to get 2,000 yards this year and a lot of receptions. Please oh, be Damn nice it. Here. That meant you're going Tyreek. Well, yeah. A cheetah. Well, shit. Um, okay. 
So for this pick, I mean, up at the 105, um, this is really tier two guys for me. Usually uh, it's Travis Kelsey or it's Cooper Cup. Um, screw it. I'm going to go Cooper Cup. Ooh, not what I expected. I was uh, in that well, same. What were you expecting? I, I thought, thought you were going to go Kelsey. Yeah, I thought Kelsey as well. Uh, I mean, so the reason I didn't go Kelsey is honestly, like, I like pushing it as far as, like, Kelsey Yikes. have a lot of in, in best ball and stuff like that. But in mock draft uh, areas like this, I'm more just like, look, like, I'll see if I can get some other tight ends that I like and figure out what my team looks like. But I have no problems going to Kelsey. I think the Kelsey situation and the Kelsey Stark actually starts at 103, to be honest, guys. So we see Diggs go off the board after you, Eckler to Z Learn, and then that... I come and take Travis Kelsey. Away Not what I expected to do. Didn't expect him to be there, um, but I'll take it every time. Uh, Bijan and Barkley after that. Is that Diggs pick right there kind of surprising, or is that what are your thoughts on that? Surprising to me. I don't have Diggs. My history, high. my history of Diggs on this podcast is well documented. I have Diggs uh, not even as a first-round pick this year, if y'all want a hot take. Yeah, I could have got Diggs in the second round in a couple drafts. I mean, I just – I think that there's a tale of two halves for Stefan Diggs' season last year. Um, and for me, you know, you could tie that to Josh Allen. You also could tie that to the fact that Stefan Diggs is not exactly a spring chicken. So could we see him going from elite to being just really good? I think it's what possible. Doing with quarterbacks here. Whoa, this little quarterback run going. Um, Okay, so we got CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, proper choices, Devontae Adams, proper choice, and then we go Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. This kind of threw it all off here. Um, I'm happily taking Amon Ross St. Brown in the second round. I did it in my own league. I'm doing it here, too. This is a PPR. Come on down, honey boo boo. Tony Pollard, baby. Let's go. Oh, dang. He took my pick. He wasn't getting to you, bud. If you, yeah, you're crazy. Must be new around here. He wouldn't get you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. Uh, uh, uh. He ain't you have a running back. Running back is an automatic second round pick, baby. Chubb, he's Jacobs there and you're in the second Pollard. round. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little crazy balance here. It's going King. It's going King Henry. Get a little balance. So my question is, could could you think you could have pushed and got a King Henry in the third? Because I think that that's possible too. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. I go Waddle here. I was going to take. I was eyeing Waddle, but I don't want to pair him and Hill together. I would have taken Waddle. Or, or do you? Do you what, what's your opinion on pairing like that? One or two no wide receivers. I mean, how many years in a row do we have to see one Your offense kids. support two top 12 guys? Oh, wait. Holy shit. The Dolphins did it last year. You know? So, like, <laughs> I think that as long as two is healthy, there's no problem with that. Like, people shy away from stacking offenses. And really? to me, like, what, what's the problem? You're just making the bet that the offense is really damn good. And it's, I mean, Hill and Waddle, what are they going to make up? 60% of the Miami Dolphins target share? I mean, like, that's probably close to it. If not, like, you know, 55 to 60% at that mark. Pfft, yeah, give me Waddle and Hill. I'll go with it. Yeah, definitely definitely last year. Last year, they definitely both produced. So I don't know how you yeah. feel about this pick. I'm going to go Ridley over T. Oh, I'm with that. I think it's good. I love it. Totally that. with that. I have Ridley right now as my 
I bounced. Oh, he's my wide receiver 12. Um, if you want to know how high I am on Ridley, I have a Ridley right over Devontae Adams. I don't know if that's a hot take, but it's it's a fact. So, Devontae Adams, Ramondre Go, and Calvin Ridley. Bad. Little T. Little T. Higgins. His ears were burning. He took T. Higgins. Mm. Mm. All right. You, you know what? I've I've been on on record. I'm gonna sit here and do something different because I've been on record. Like everybody's expecting me to take Darren Waller. Here's Mark Andrews. Let's go. Wow. That did that did cross my mind. Terry McLaurin yeah. with the first reach of the draft, I will say. Did that person know that Terry McLaurin is hurt? Earth toe. No joke. I mean, <laughs> I think he's affecting going... the whole season, man. <laughs> I do I do like Scary Terry, but then that's Earth toe game. And... Mm. People know that this is not Jalen like Hurts their... again, man. I don't, it's not a super flex, guys. I don't know what we're doing here. Uh, well, I mean, like, third, I take Keenan the... Allen with my third pick. Hurts in the I'm third reaching. is not crazy, yeah. but the Josh Allen and Mahomes in the second is a little wild. That's, yeah. Joe Burrow. Joe what Burrow in the third is wild, dude. That's wild. Hey, they can take these quarterbacks all they want. I'm going to get my production in the later rounds, and I'm going to be happy about it. DK off the board after that. Ah, Lord. Like, I know we're in a year with early quarterback drafting, but this is... Ebro, next, next quarterback to go, what do you think? Could it be Kenny? Um, are, are you going to take him in the fourth? <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one left at this rate. I mean... He's the only one left. <laughs> I mean, you know, there is something to be said. I mean, for Sam Howell is still out early. there. Sam Howell is no. still out there. Mixing um, Aaron Jones, wrapping around for the 4-1. For that's reading early rope. for Aaron Jones. I like that, but I like that. That's early for Aaron Jones. Nah, she this, after that. this is going quick, boys. Hey, real quick, guys. Look at uh, J.R. Gutierrez's team over there. Justin Jefferson, Jameer Gibbs, and Devontae Smith. I like Find it. That little roster right there at the beginning of this. I'm curious what they're going to do at the turn because this is also, I mean, I know we didn't roll into it, but this is just two running backs, two wide receivers, and two flex. So you only have to start two wide receivers. So I'm kind of curious where they go uh, with those next few picks, with those next two picks. Like, just, I mean, for me, it would be just going BPA. Um, one of those maybe being a running back, but not have to be. Boys. But jump on the quarterback train? Um, I mean, it's a it's a choice. It's Plus definitely not. Is, it, is this four touchdown or six? Uh, I, it's just standard scoring. So, so. it's four. The four. A, a lot of leagues I'm in are six. Is that pretty common, D bro? Um, I think for your old school leagues, it is. Like most new most uh, standard scoring leagues now are just four points. I know me, me and TK are in a 14-man league this weekend. It's four points. I mean, just a 14-man league, I mean, that, that will necessitate, you know, going uh, maybe a little bit earlier at quarterback because an elite quarterback can kind of separate separate you there. Um, Where am I going to go? Fourth round. Hawkinson. Yeah, ETN and Pierce uh, before that. It's crazy. I locked in DeAndre Hopkins with my pick, target uh, share. Let's share. go with my boy here. Let's go Drake London. Great pick. You know what? I'm going to take another running back here. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. Come on. 
That That's the nice. Steelers banter. Well played. Well played. Touche. So for, for everybody listening in audio, the man said he's going to take a running back. I took Lamar Jackson. The shade is real. I'm kind of going to stack receivers here with Coop. As you should, bud. I'm not against that. What are y'all's thoughts on Deshaun Watson? Because I've kind of been out on him. I was, I'm out. As far as you can be out. I mean, I've heard mixed signals coming from Cleveland. I mean, God he does. Goodyear at the turn. Shit. I wanted Watson to come back. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, TK. He doesn't have to be the Watson in Houston at all. He just has to be serviceable. And I feel like those receivers will flourish with him just being serviceable. Doesn't have to be that Houston, what he used to be in there. I mean, what are you putting, I mean, like Watson at then? Like, so he's serviceable equals what in fantasy? QB 12? QB 15? I would say, I would say, yeah, I would say that 12 to 15 range. I like that range for him. Rashad White, Justin Fields off the board. Quarterback run continues, boys. Rashad White, that feels early. Every league I drafted in, Fields went really late, and I'm big on him this year. This is the earliest I've ever seen him go. I got oh, him really? in sixth league in my sixth round in my personal league. Madison, I've seen there. I've seen Fields been on Fields is usually in a lot of like five round five round six. Just depends. Teak, you've stayed true to your word with Alexander Madison from the beginning of this podcast's consumption. You know what? I'm taking a bet on my boy Purdy here. Oh, God. Man. I just felt like I wasn't going to get a, a running back that I like coming back. I'm kind of worried about it. I'm going to push it. Oh, I'm worried about it. All right, let's go. Brandon Ayuk. Oh, it's not what I thought. Justin Herbert immediately off the board after that. I thought about Herbert. I thought yeah. about a few different positions. Um, but I, I really like the upside of Brandon Ayuka this year. Um, I don't think people give that man enough credit as far as his talent. Um, and just to put some respect on his freaking name because people need to. Um, Brandon Ayuk was eighth in open score last year, tied with Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson. So put some damn respect on that dude's name. Oh, yeah. I agree. Teak, uh, Teak was talking him up, so I took him in my one league, and I got him late. I was super happy where I got him. Like, I'm a big Diva fan. was not great last year. If Kittle takes a step back, which I'm worried about Kittle taking another step back this year, I think Brandon and I, you can be the number one. I think my first pick I'm not going to like, but... Why do you not like... What, Dobbins? You don't like Dobbins? I don't like the knees. I love what well, Dobbins Why'd you take him? <laughs> if you don't like him, why'd you draft him? That's Nobody the, held a gun to your head. That shot, <laughs> that shot clock was running down. I, I think it's the, it's the, the clock. You, you hear the beat. Like, well, but, I'm going to take the pick, but I don't like it. The, <laughs> I got caught get? up in the combo and I started stressing. Then I was like, you know what? I talked myself into Baltimore's <laughs> run game. I'll, I'm doing it. Now, I don't want to give anyone's picks away but d bro when do you take jt here jonathan taylor um i'll be honest with you guys he is almost about as close to off my draft board right now as you can be um i just i don't have any clarity on this situation man like we're all talking about trades and stuff i think there's a equal chance that jt says you know what screw you guys 
Ursay, you can go sniff all the cocaine you want. Screw y'all, <laughs> I'm out. Like, I'm just going to sit out. Like, screw it. Like, I think that's a that's a possibility, man. Like, Jonathan Taylor has not shown any kind of flinch. Like, he is like, I'm digging my heels in. Screw y'all. I'm one of the best running backs in the game. Your dumbass is asking for Jalen Waddle plus in, dra or in trades, and yet you want to sit here and try to pretend like I'm not worth anything. No, nah, if I'm Jonathan Taylor, I'm like, pay me or I'm sitting. Screw y'all. So, like, for me... He's honestly just off my draft board right now. And I know that's kind of crazy to say, but like, there's not a spot like, okay, so you wait into the sixth round. You feel better about taking him over, say, you know, any of the guys that go in that sixth round, like wide receivers, tight ends, running backs. I mean, <clears throat> shit. If he only missed four games, sure. If he misses the whole damn season, you're sitting there like kicking yourself in the ass. I'm doing this. I'm going to look you in the eyes while I do it. Pick it. And I apologize. No oh, son of a! <laughs> <laughs> That's who oh, I thought he was going to take. I thought I could get Camaro on the way back. Oh, I'm not bitch. even going to lie there. That was a shock right. that you pick, to be honest. That was I, that I, was I, just I, mean, dude. Yeah. You taking James Cook and saying oh, I'm going to look you in the eyes when I do it? Like, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was that's tough. like that's some serious hate. You know what? I'm I'm going to sit here and take a value. Why in the absolute hell is Brees Hall yep, still here? That's who I thought I was going to get. Why, to why? Why is he still on the board in the sixth round? Can somebody explain that to me? Uh, because everybody else took quarterbacks. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to take a guy who I feel has a lot of upside, but they all remember the bad, not the good injuries i think he's gonna have a great year oh hmm. i think oh. he's my odd man out i mean now. i think herbert herbert's gonna have five thousand yards i i don't disagree with that i worry about how many i i will not play the injury card with a lot of players but damn it i think at this point we gotta sit here and look at it like strongly with mike williams i just he's here it's tough sports hernia Herniated disc. I'm staying by my guy, Javante. Damn, Javante. Bainey, what do you think about that? I hate it. We don't even need to talk about <laughs> it. On to the next pick. So why didn't you take Javante over hurting me and hurting my soul with taking James Cook? Can we talk about that if you wanted Javante? Oh, I don't. I'm. Oh, you don't like Javante? I'm the biggest fade on Javante. I am not a Javante oh. guy. Wait, so Dalvin yeah. Cook went over Brees Hall. What do you think no. about that? that that's I, didn't, I didn't see that Dalvin Cook pick. That's, that's, that's oh wow yeah that I, I did not there. see that Dalvin that's that's wild dude I can't I, I cannot John wow I cannot endorse um I can't endorse Dalvin going over Brees Hall no. at this moment does does Gutierrez know like that we're just starting two wide receivers and two flex like just just a question is that our best available in his mind I don't know I mean. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, there's definitely going to be some odd men out on that roster for sure. Trevor Lawrence, good pick, Teague. I, uh, I'm a fan of that offense. That's kind of the tier yeah, system pick. that drops off for me, T-Law. Um, that's the reason for my pick, or I would have went elsewhere. I think I'm going to be able to get my quarterback. Shot clock soon. Later. Oh, God. I'll take another running back. That was that was talk for court. Oh, that man got timed uh, out. Oh my God! <laughs> 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 I ran out of I ran out of clock. 
that man got shot clock violation. <laughs> now, now I'm sitting here shit talking. Oh <laughs> my god! I do the same damn thing, dude. Um, oh. I'm gonna take the discount here on a guy I love. Now I think he's in the same tier as a bunch of other guys. Fuck. But the fact that my dude is already back practicing, give me that JSN smoke, baby. Yep, I'm here back. for it. As my wide receiver four, who he could be a wide receiver two by the end of the season. Oh, yeah. Well, that made my choice a little easier right there. That sucks. I got a four-game penalty. Yeah. This guy Bro, I think you got here. put on I think you got it, put it on ice. Be, you got, J, yeah, you, you got JT as four, your dude. RB2 right now. You might need to draft another running back on the way back. It's a, it's a mandatory four. Doesn't mean it's gonna be, not going to be more. We're just going to sew Mike into another running back pick here in uh, the eighth round is what I hear. Man. So, I'm taking a pick here. Um, Are you going to draft another player you hate because you don't have a choice? Um, I'm going to take a, a player that I think a lot of other people hate, and I've talked myself into, and it's going to be Antonio Gibson. Oof. I I uh I like him. Tell me why, because I I'm not on the a, on the on the AG train. I'm so, not on the Gibson train. I've liked some of the things I've heard about this offense. Doesn't mean I love it, but I I've. Seen Haven't you some heard those things in years that, past? I mean, doesn't no, the Ghost of Christmas Past say hello? Well, said these things before. I think the main reason. I mean, I understand some of the metrics were down, but I think that uh, a lot of the love for Brian Robinson, I think, is worn off, and I think they're going to get back to Antonio a little bit. I mean, maybe it doesn't work out. Maybe it doesn't pan out. I uh, I'm no I'm mostly a wide receiver guy, and I'm finding myself taking running backs. I'm not sure what's going on. We're falling apart. Mike's missing shot clock. I'm taking running backs. Yeah, dude, I messed up. I told I'll you 45 man. seconds. Pacheco, Pittman, Booth, and Prescott uh, coming around the bend here at 8-1. Tell, tell me what do y'all think about Prescott because I, I actually am doing a show tomorrow for Fantasy Pros teaser here, but um, we're talking busts, and actually Dak Prescott is my quarterback I'm going to bring up here. The bus, he should be the thumbnail for it. If Dak is healthy, well, okay, okay, I like hold up, hold up. Let's let the Eagles fan take a timeout. Okay? <laughs> hey, dude. Let, let, hey, let's baby, let two guys I want to see you flap your wings, baby. Come on. Yeah, let, let's let the other two guys sit here and weigh in because the Eagles fan doesn't get a chime in here. So, I mean, that offense is loaded. So, I mean, if he can stay healthy, look at when he before he snaps. Is he his or QB ten? Should he be QB ten or QB one? I guess is my question. Oh, QB one? No. QB in the top ten, yeah, I believe he can if if he stays healthy. I mean, no, I'm he... saying like he's ECR QB ten right now. Is that too high or just right or too low? I think he could jump up a couple spots with if the, he's healthy. With the if he's healthy, the, yeah, with that talent on the offense, he's he should be around that ten range. But the way everything's coming out of camp right now, the fights with I'm sure you've seen the fights with Diggs and stuff like that. I, I thought know. that was actually funny because Dax Dax comment on that was like, bro, like, have y'all not? You haven't heard the stuff we've said when we ain't been mic'd up, so. <laughs> yeah. Um. Took Michael I... Thomas. I uh, I stand on that. Mm. I'll take that. But I'm gonna insulate to my, my running back room since I only have uh, Tony Pollard and Brees. If he starts out slow, I'm gonna sit here and give myself some insurance. I'm going D-Mod here. Damn it, D-Bro. Damn it. Oh, Mike! <laughs> what, 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 a defense. Are you, are you drunk? Oh, I didn't... 
I didn't take a defense. What the bro, fuck? You, you're on you're auto, auto mode, bro. <laughs> Dude, how do auto. I get off? How? Oh, go to the top and just click like. Are you kidding me? Team or are you fucking kidding me? I think there's a way up top if you. Because I got clocked and put me on auto. Yeah. You were that, the only one that didn't know. I mean, you're, that's, stack, that's you're stacking that's Kittle true. with the defense, dude. I get it. Yeah, I get it. That's, that's annoying. Oh, man. Hey, good news. At least you didn't take a quarterback in the second round. Well, no, that's that's frustrating right there that that happened. <laughs> you're well, the only we, one all right, so with, right, let's, let's play, let's play, um, let's play a game here, Mike. What's more frustrating, taking Jonathan Taylor in the seventh or taking the 49ers defense in the eighth? <laughs> I think it's both equally frustrating. <laughs> See? Right answer! Right answer! That's, that's the right answer. See? Are you kidding me? Whoa! So Did somebody see you just bust the seal on yeah. that? Just like, I got to have it. So, oh, man. I, I painted him. I'm going to take... Yours was incidental. That was on purpose. Yeah, that was you on know, purpose. That, that was a FOMO pick. I, I, like, yeah, oh, dude, crap. I scared him. The defenses are going. So I believe... What? I hit the shot clock, put me on auto? Sorry, I'm gonna pick. Good. I'm going to pick the guy who I think is going to be the wide receiver one there. Ah, uh, good, good pick, TK. Good pick, baby. I like I was, that pick a lot, I was juggling, dude. He was, I was juggling he was Sutton or Thomas, and I, I went with Thomas. You got Sutton much later. I think that's a great pick. He was in my queue, man. No lie. Good pick. Good, good pick. Some... Mike, don't you get shot clocked again, dude. <laughs> you got five seconds. No. RB1. Okay. RB1. Yep, right, baby. Time, time to break the seal, boys. Time to break the seal. Let's go. Oh. Danny Dimes. Yeah, baby. I got him as QB 10 uh, in my ranks. He's going as QB 10 in this draft. Um, let's go. Don't underestimate that guy's legs, too, by the way. I mean, top five and and rushing yards, red zone rushing attempts, and rushing touchdowns last year. But, you know, I mean, he sucks, is what I've been told by Twitter. So, my uh... Excuse me, X. My bad. <laughs> my, uh, don't rookie... hate me, Elon. Don't block me. My rookie wide receiver choice went in the last round, actually, in Zay Flowers, but I'll happily take this guy as a consolation prize in Quentin Damn it, Johnson. don't hurt me. No, don't. I have to. I have to, yeah. man. He, uh, TK, he was on TK, our... what do we do to kick Bainey out of this draft? Like, <laughs> you, do... you tell me what we got to do to make that happen, because I'm, I'm with it, man. TK has the eject button in his palms. Oh. It's unfortunate that he is running this draft, so I got, I got no. <laughs> do I do I need to PayPal you like a few few uh, shekels, a few little quiche to sit here and kick Bainey out of this draft? Like, what does that look like, man? <laughs> Just name a price. I kind of want to get ejected too after the so, shot clock violation and auto pick automatically. So, eject me. Herbert. Mike got caught. Mike got caught it's traveling me. in the eighth round. <laughs> <laughs> This Ken, this Kenny Pickett coming back is gonna look nice. Might as well. <laughs> so that's I mean, a do it, not it draft happens. in my book. I'm just not a fan. I don't know your take on Kadarius Tony. I mm, he's like your Jonathan Taylor. He's never touching my board ever mm -mm. until he can play a, a full fan. season. I'm definitely not a fan. Odell after that. Yeah, Odell's another guy I'm just not drafting very much of. Like, mm, like it's crazy to see 
that Tyler Boyd got taken at nine point six. I wow. uh, I it's very obvious why that one got glossed over. I think. Um, Quill Herbert at nine nine. I like that pick. Tank Bigsby. Solid handcuff. Musgrave. Wow. It's a. Uh... And a two tight end, like grabbing Musgrave. So they took Evan Ingram in the fifth and then felt the need to take Musgrave in the tenth. So who in that team? I mean, mm. it's two flex. Are you going to bump any of those guys to start both those tight ends? I'm not. Not ever. Uh, well, I mean, my whole thing is like if you're making the bet on Evan Ingram in the fifth round, you, you're. You're all in. Like, you think he's going to crush. Then if he's going to crush, then why are we drafting Luke Musgrave right now? Like, you got to draft with conviction. You get your guys. And if, Jalen I mean, if Hyatt. they don't, if your fifth round pick gets screwed at that point, then, like, you're probably dust or you're hurting anyway. So, but anyway, that's just my two cents. There's the pick. You? Sky Moore. Oh, shit. That's what I was waiting on. He should have went before. That was top of my queue. Yep. Now, my next you pick should. is strictly asset based, and I'm doing it to prevent somebody else from having it, and that is hurting me. Taking Tyler Algier as a hand as my uh, oh. little safety net here. I'm taking him as an asset strictly. You know, if Bijan goes down, this guy's value goes through the roof. But um, also trade bait if Bijan goes down because you're gonna have to overpay for him. Just telling you right now. Thousand yard rusher. Great, great rushing offense. I don't think that. Uh, no, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised you took him over your boy you were preaching about so far. Who's that? Little little P Ryan. Uh, I'm. I think I'm a bigger Falcons fan in this podcast than you are at this point. <laughs> I'm texting. Or you just love Bijan. You're not doing it. It's crazy. I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm big on Bijan, bud. Well, I'm big on rookie running backs not finishing season and needing a backup plan. Ezekiel mm. Elliott? I don't think I'm there's a world. Go... I'll take Samaje here. Damn it. Well, I'm going to get shot clocked again. Great kind, of, kind of annoyed about my <laughs> Thank you. auto pick. <laughs> hey, Saints defense is still available. <laughs> Oh, you don't have a kicker. Oh, yeah, you don't have a yeah, kicker yeah. either. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's well, let's cut the man don't. some slack. He didn't know he was on auto. That's that was on that auto. Pick. pick would be tilting the shit out of me too. No lie. <laughs> I'd, I would have hate tossed a remote back in the day or some shit. So I, I do give Mike credit. The fact that he has not like hate punched his uh, computer screen by now. I'm close. These guys know me. It was close. <laughs> I mean, you know, the the Steelers helmet could go flying across the room. Uh, that might have been a little bit too much, but I mean, we can't count it out. So someone get a hold of Tara and tell her to secure the Ken Griffey mitt. Too if there, if there was money on this, it might have went flying, boys. I wouldn't blame you at all. Myers, you're hitching a wagon to that quarterback room, Teague. And I, I'm questioning the auto pick. Um, Why would they pick a defense right there? Jimmy G's uh. Because it's something you don't have, I think, as a oh. starter. Alan Lazard after that. Jalen Warren. Round of the backup okay. running backs, it looks like. I almost, I almost picked Jalen Warren over Samaje, but I was hoping maybe he'd come back. Mm. 
So this one in the eleventh round. This one's mm. gonna hurt me here. Oh dear. I hope so. What you gonna do? I'm in that no man's land for the position here. Um, but I gotta go Cole Komet, even though I don't like Justin Fields as a passer. It's slim pickings down here in the tight ends. TK is just sitting here making the Bainey conversation. Like, I hate this player, but I'm taking him anyway. So, so here's the thing. Do you take so, him or do you take Higby? That was my... You take Higby. That's... Or you wait and you take Gerald Everett. Or you take Dalton Kincaid. That's where I'll go. I think I'm going to go oldie but goody. And you hopefully must not this know guy about helps. me and Dalton Kincaid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not a fan. You, you, TK, you don't like winning leagues? That's all I, I mean, heard. I don't... Dear Lord, Mike, was that another auto pick with Adam Thielen? No, rookie. I went oldie but goody. Hopefully, he can uh, rookie bring tight some, ends. Uh, that leadership to that offense, you know. Is is he a goody? So you're, you're, I'm hoping. I kind of want to hear this uh, Kincaid pick. So, what about Kincaid intrigues you? Because tight ends normally don't show out in fantasy for about what three years, two, three years. Do you think Dalton Kincaid's going to spend a lot of time in line blocking this year? Ask that. I would say no. Okay. But so we need to look at Dalton Kincaid as a receiver. I'll say that. He's going to be playing at least like 30 to 40% of his snaps in the slot. Sold Bainey on him. Dalton <laughs> Kincaid is. Dalton that was Kincaid a spite pick. Good. That was a spite pick. So. Dude, I do have him in one of my leagues. He's my only tight Dal end. Dalton Kincaid's a boss, man. Like, uh, who? Uh, well, let me let me ask you this, TK. Who after Stefan Diggs is a high end target earner on that offense? Who 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 is it? Is it Gabe Davis? No. Yeah. Who's, who's gonna sit here and like Josh Allen's gonna drop back and throw for a shit ton of yards this year? Who is going to be the guy that's second on the team in targets and is a high-end target earner? Like, do you see Gabe Davis getting a 20 to 25% target share? If not, then why do you not like Kincaid? Yeah, that's true. If, if you don't if you uh, don't like Gabe Davis, I think Evan Hall was a reach there at 11. The only thing that concerns me about Kincaid is the productiveness of rookie tight ends. I think Pitts was the best one by far anyone else before that. That's what I'm saying. So, tight ends coming out. I think Pitts was the only one for a thousand yards for a while, right? Well, the other thing about all these historical things that we throw out there about like Pitts not doing it or or Evan Ingram's the only one that did it or whatever else, we also have to understand that like the the NFL of the last five years is not the NFL of now. Like multiple yeah, positional like. It's a passing league. These guys, the problem with rookie tight ends hitting in their first year comes down to playing time. And if they get playing time and they have talent, can they earn targets? Dawson Knox is going to be an inline guy. If they do not have a receiving weapon that's going to garner a 20% target share behind Stefan Diggs, we know that Josh Allen is going to throw the damn ball. So if, if Gabe Davis isn't earning a lot of targets... James Cook, even if he is an ultimate awesome receiving back, which I think he can be, what's the max on his target share? Probably 15 to 17%. So you're looking at Diggs gets um, 20, say he gets a 27, 28% target share. Cook has 15%. Then you're looking at that's 43% of the targets. 
where is the rest of the 57% go? Gabe Davis is about a 17 to 18. Maybe we want to push him. If you push him to 20%, which is probably asking too much out of Gabe Davis, push him to 20%. That's 70, 73% of the targets. It's still a, a pie of 27% left over. Boy, this is a round of forget, I think. Devin Singletary, Greg Dolchich, I don't mind. Darnell Mooney. Um, I'm going to say thank y'all. Thank y'all for letting me get Roshan Johnson here. Should have gone. Uh, hey, I had him queued up, and I knew that there was a good chance we would have lost you if I if I pressed the button. Oh, <laughs> Bainey, you already – I mean, you already took Jeff Wilson. I know that was another spite pick. I feel like – I have him in my league too. Spite right now, man. You get a starting running back. You get a starting running back this late. I mean, as soon as the news broke that Jonathan Taylor wasn't going there, piss and vinegar. Okay, that's all I'll say. (laughs) Uh, Eric McKinnon, Buffalo Bills, Roshan Johnston, Raheem Mostert. Badge, you like the other running back? Feel like I'm short at the position here, so I am. Going take another back? back, yep. Did you go with, oh, I don't hate the name, Harris. I don't like, like it. Mike, um, I mean, I don't know if you're single or if you have a significant other. I just kind of feel like you you have a thing for, for um, old, older individuals. I mean, these last two picks. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> you, got, you got one foot in the nursing home here, bro. <laughs> We just celebrated Mike's wedding. That's hilarious. Are y'all sending? Are are you ready? Are you applying for your AARP card? I I I was uh, thinking about it, man. You know. Yeah, I mean that free coffee, that that discount coffee is good. Hey, what's your take on grabbing uh, backup quarterbacks? Um, I mean, depending on so. I'm gonna be shocked. I'll say this. Yeah, make sure you turn off auto. Oh, oh man, Tua. Oh, well, oh, TK. Tua. TK, I need, well, I, TK, I guess I need your take on backup quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to take someone else besides Tua. I'm not a big fan of Tua. Personally, I was about to click Kirk Cousins, but I wanted to hear your. your you know, take on. you know, I'm a in my so, deep dive segment. I feel like Jordan Love was a big, uh, big thing for me, so I'm gonna go little Romeo. Okay. You felt like with all the old, you had to go with the young. I had, to, I had to pair with the young bucks. Balance it out. You know? The the average starting age of this roster is now 27 <laughs> years old. Now that we uh, mishmashed the 35-year-old with the 23-year-old. I don't even know if that math works, but, uh, you know, it's out there. Well, it was better than mine. 85, I thought. Um, But TK, TK, by the way, you're still on auto, bro. I don't want you to get autoed when you go back. Yep, um, that's what happened to me. Oh, how'd you dude. get off that? Uh, up top. Scroll up. Oh crap! I'm sitting here talking and shit, and I sit here and well, I didn't Ooh. get autoed. Almost got autoed. Yep, yeah, no, you're yeah, on yeah. auto right now. You're on right. auto. You like Come the on. young bucks, so there you go. Uh, actually, that was gonna be my pick anyway. So to nice, answer TK's nice. question, my whole thing is it depends on like taking a second quarterback depends on where you took your first quarterback. If you take your first quarterback in the top five or six rounds, and you have one of those guys in that elite tier, and you're playing in one quarterback league, you've already made the bet that that quarterback is never leaving your roster, like as far as your starting lineup. So if you're investing in a top five or six round pick, like I put that cutoff probably at the top eight. So like Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields, that kind of like last tier of like those top elite dudes that could be 
any one of them could be top three, top five. If you're drafting any one of those guys, you need to kick the can down the road. Either don't draft another quarterback or take one with your final pick or just say screw it. Because, I mean, what you've done, and and this is a, a higher, I guess, a, a larger view kind of thing with drafts. If you're taking guys with a high draft pick, if you're drafting like you should be doing, and you're drafting like I am right, okay? I am right. I... If and this is the way you should be drafting, like if these guys stay healthy, I crush. Why are you gonna hedge? Kind of like when I talked about taking Evan Ingram in the fifth round. Why take Luke Musgrave in the tenth? Because you just drafted Evan Ingram in the fifth round. You you paid up for him and saying he's gonna crush. So if you don't believe he's gonna crush, then why'd you take him in the fifth round? Like it doesn't make any sense. So for me, it's like I, I'm I'm willing to take two quarterbacks in a format. And much more willing to take two quarterbacks if it comes down to look like I waited kind of like with this team. I waited to the ninth round to get my first one. So I would have been totally fine if I would even double tap quarterback going ninth and tenth round with Daniel Jones and Anthony Richardson. Because to me, with the with the invested draft capital you have in the guy, all you're saying is, look, I I'm taking two shots on top five upside. That's it. And breaking news, Kenny Pickett is off the board. And it wasn't a drop Mike draft. And Jordan Love, you got to be heartbroken, Mike. Yep. So th this guy is uh, one of my deep dive Monday picks Spears. as well. No, uh, Bainey is not a fan. I will tell you that. Oh, okay. I've come around on Nico more more than when I started the off season. At the I've end, that target that target share was crazy. At the end, wasn't that, bro? He's able to draft him there with that defensive pickup. So. Oh, and I just realized <laughs> I, I probably just committed a party foul here. I should have taken a defense or a kicker with that. We knew pick. you weren't gonna. You don't gotta try to. Well, play. I will draft a defense. <laughs> I will take this. I will tell you. I will draft a defense. You can't force me to draft a kicker. You're the pro. That's the handicap right there. You don't have to. Uh, hey so man, we all guys, make mistakes, okay? If you guys are watching along, there's a string of defenses that just went. You know, everybody getting their backup quarterbacks. It looks like some rookie receivers. Marvin Mims, great pick in the fantastic pick. 13th round. I wanted him. He should have gone. gone before then. He should. We, we just talked about it on uh, Fantasy Fest. Uh, Joe was telling me, like, because Erickson took him in the ninth, and he was like, look, like, that's maybe a little bit of reach. And I was like, is it? Like, Gary Judy might miss six games. We don't know. Adam Schefter's out there talking about it. He talked to somebody in the league who said Judy could be out six to eight games. So, like, He's starting in two wide receiver sets. There is no Tim Patrick. Like, he's taking Marvin Mims in, in, as a top 100 pick or a top 10 pick. Is that crazy? I don't think it is. I'm big Marvin Mims yeah, fan. My, Somebody my, in that offense has to do something. My last pick was the fade on uh, Josh Jacobs. There's a lot of fade on him, so that's why I took I don't Samir White. I mean, I, I'm getting some Amir Abdullah in uh, best balls right now. I'm, I'm trying to sit here and... Sneaking a few more best ball manias and stuff like that. I've got a few more shots on FFPC uh, Fantasy Pros Championship teams. I've got another draft tomorrow night and Friday. Um, I have taken a shot or two on Amir Abdullah, just like, again, kind of like, like Mike's talking about, just betting against Josh Jacobs, either staying healthy or playing the full season. So, And that's the last run. I did not take a kicker. I did notice that as well. Yeah, and Mike did not take a defense either. <laughs>
Dude, that no, auto pick has to be fired. Party, party, well, oh, wait. Sorry, my bad. You did take a defense. I wasn't trolling you. With that. Oh, yeah. I took him in the third <laughs> round. I took him in the third oh, round. I was just looking at the bottom <laughs> of the round. I was like, don't hate me. I swear to God, that wasn't a troll. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I forgot. I forgot. Hey, so, oh, uh, man. So, D-Bro, here's where we're going to kick it off to you. Um, you know, like I said at the beginning of this, uh, your opinion means a lot to everybody in here. And, uh, we would like to hear who your winter, your winner is in this mock draft, in the pro versus let them know community mock draft. Debro, I do have Venmo. I do have Venmo. Venmo. <laughs> uh, are you asking, like, uh, what's the price of me naming Mike uh, the winner here? <laughs> um, I don't think there's enough money. I think we all see I... that right here. I, 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 sorry, Mike. I think that price is is going to be too much for your wallet, sir. Um, <laughs> just saying. Um, if I if I asked for the Kenny Pickett helmet, uh, w w would you do it? Well, <laughs> it's Antonio Brown. Yes, I would. Oh well, what about the Griffey glove? Is that too Ooh, much? That, dude, that that's kind of that's a prized possession. I had that since uh, ninth grade. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. May, I might. Look, I might. How much? A, you look like a young guy, so that hasn't been that long, right? <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Now I'm 36. <laughs> what about the Ready Player One poster? What's the I'll give you the Ready Player One poster, and we can discuss about the Griffey glove. Okay. Let you wear um, it. You can play catch with him. Oh my God! I couldn't even, like you. I cut my own hand off if I tried to play catch with that glove. I wouldn't even do that. That's blasphemous. That's like Sandlot kind of stuff. That's like oh, yeah. throwing around a Babe Ruth ball. You just don't do it, baby. Who is she? All right. Um, yeah, baby Ruth. Um, let me see. So uh, let me see. Annie, why did you wait all the way to Jared Goff as your QB1? Hey, fifth in touchdowns last year. Or is it fifth in yards and sixth in touchdowns? I love that offense. I am. I love that offense too. Scoring points. That's your only quarterback, though. I was about yeah, to pick you, but I, I, I don't know if I can in good conscience, man. It's okay. Um, Just to know I was in that honorable mention, I'll take it. Let me see. I kind of like Captain Ghost's first two picks. I like. Yeah, I like. Look at the rest of it. Yeah. I can't. I can't take a team that took a defense in the ninth round. I can't. Um. Shit. Just surveying the board here. Um. What about the eighth round? <laughs> yeah. What about the eighth round, dude? A. A. What? What was that? Gabe Davis hate? Y'all hate Gabe Davis totally. Oh, no, he was talking about his talking defense. Forty Niners picking the eighth. Oh well. I mean, we've already canceled Mike out. He's not even in the running here. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Um, I'd like the Tom Brady pick, pick in uh, Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. I, I, just, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Um, I can't take either one of the teams that, that took a quarterback in the second round. Like, I... That's... Whoa, I, I just can't. Um, Dude, I think I'm going to go with uh, JR. I think I'm going to go with uh, the guy that's drafted at 101 here. Um. Gutierrez, like that—that's a fantastic freaking team, man. Like, I mean, they really like 
the only thing I could say is maybe like tight end could be a problem for them. Like I get that Jake Ferguson, everybody loves him, but the rest of this team is freaking solid, man. Like Jefferson, Devonta Smith, Christian Watson. I mean, the other part about this is like in this format, they have so much depth at every, like at wide receiver, they could easily trade for a tight end as much as I'm out on Deshaun Watson at where they got him in the 11th round. I'm fine with it. Um, I think I'm in between that team and probably um, not to sit here and go with the um, one of the hosts here, but I'll really like TK's team too. Um, one hero RB and then, boys. I mean, hero RB, man, and you start in CMC and then you're going you're gonna to have a starting lineup of some two of three of Jalen Waddle, Ridley, and Cooper. If Javante is Javante and he is that dude, and I'm like, where you got him in the sixth round, like at with T Law, like I like it. Like, I mean, outside of like Cole Komet, I'll, I think it's another, it's an, it's a solid damn team, man. I do now, like your team, Zeke. Now, who yep. you, who out of the twelve you don't like? Your top loser. Yeah, you got to break somebody's heart. Got to break someone's some heart. Advice. Well, keep in mind. Hold on. Keep in mind. I got auto pick JT <laughs> and, and the Niners defense. Mike's so, off the board again. So, Mike's so, off the yeah, board yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Okay? That's fair. It happened. It was a thing. Didn't know the auto draft held him down. I can't even sit here. Now, I will say the two nursing home picks do put him back in the running. But I'm not going to slam the man about it, okay? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um. I know mine. I want to see if you agree with it, though. I do like my picks before JT, though. I, I think my the one that I, I'm probably the most out on is CMP216. Like, taking my homes in the second round, I get it, but I can't take a quarterback that high. But, like, my problem is this team has a lot of declining efficiency players like Joe Mixon. I get the volume narrative, but he is God awful as far as tackle breaking last year. Ebo Samuel is on my player to avoid list. I'm, I'm, I'm just not James Connor. Good luck. If he stays healthy, the offense is total and utter dog shit. Like Evans, same thing. Kadarius Tony. I cannot draft Kadarius Tony over sky Moore. Um, Juju. No, thank you. Patriots offense out of Mon outside of Mondre and the Patriots offense. No, thank you. I'm out on them. Um, it's just, it's a lot of players that I, I might be opposed to consensus. Like I know Debo Samuel is a top 24 wide receiver and rankings and everybody is still in on that. I I'm just not drinking that Kool-Aid man. I will take Brandon. Ayuk over him all freaking day, like straight up at both of them on the board. And somebody said, you got to take a San Francisco wide receiver. I will draft Brandon Ayuk over Debo Samuel and not even hesitate. So not to, you know, slam on somebody, but that's probably the team that I probably disagree with the most. And look, if Joe Mixon ends up being Joe Mixon and he's the guy and, and Debo and I'm wrong on Debo, can this team be really good? Sure. It's in the range of outcomes. I see it, you know, but like where we're at right now, it's just a lot of these players. I'm just out on this year. Um, I think if we're going to pick another team, it's probably uh, Deese, um, 2,500, um, only because I worry a lot about Josh Jacobs. Terry McLaurin, like, I get if you want to dive into him, but, like, you're not getting a discount. He's injured, and there's worries there. Um, again, taking Dalvin Cook over taking Brees Hall, I can't get behind that. 
I'm I'm definitely not in on uh I'm not a big fan of George Pickens. I get why they took him there because you know, considering that was your wide receiver three, you took the risk with Terry McLaurin, so you're shooting for upside. I understand it. But even, like, we go down the board, the Ezekiel Elliott pick was early. The Tyler Boyd pick was early. Um, I do think that they got fantastic freaking value on Marvin Mims. So, like, you know, it's not all, like, me just crapping on this team. But, like, I think just looking at the overall composure, um, CMP and then uh, Deese are probably the two teams that I'm just not feeling as much. Now yeah, I, th- I have I have a question for you. For EK, did I hit the one that you were you were pointing out? Is um, that one of the ones that you were in on? Or I was not? sorry, at, Benny. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was looking at. I didn't, CM- didn't want to like gloss over it. I was looking at CMP and Reading Rope, um, together. Oh. Um, you hit the CMP oh. one. Besides Reading Ropes, I would say top three picks. I yeah. don't like that roster from there on down. Like you said about declining production, um. Jared Judy's hurt, like you said. Dak. That's not that's not enough of a discount on Judy for me. Yeah, like, da- Dak's a flip of the coin. It feels like he's getting that. I feel like he's getting that like Russell Wilson treatment where everybody's mm-hmm. excited for Russell Wilson to go to Denver, and they had this whole hype. Well, Dak Prescott had weapons around him for years now. We're just hoping for an incline, and I don't, I don't see it. Swift, if he stays on the field, same with Odell Beckham. I think Musgrave mm-hmm. was a pointless pick there um could have got him later definitely i think that's what i my take was on it. and obviously brady was a troll pick but yeah I, yeah i and... don't i don't again i mean i mentioned it a few different times like why draft evan ingram in the fifth round when you were going to take musgrave in the 10th like the musgrave pick makes sense if you're really, really high on him and you didn't already draft a tight end, yeah, so but drafting Evan Ingram in the fifth, I don't get it. And I, I mean, I know TK, you don't like him, but there is no way in hell on God's green earth. I'm going to sit here and draft Luke Musgrave over Dalton Kincaid. That that's that, that is not happening in yeah, dynasty and yeah. redraft. Upset, there is actually. no effing way that I will ever do that. Hey, yeah. I got a question Back for to you. The deep, can, uh, okay. Oh, sorry. I was just touching on the Debo. Um, it seems like ever since Mike McDaniel left, because he put him in the backfield and he got a lot more touches, it seems like his value went down. That's why I faded him a little bit, you know? So Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm on board with that. And, like, um, again, like, looking at Debo, we're going to have a, a, a bust uh Bust episode for Fantasy Pros dropping sometime later this week. Uh, we record tomorrow, but um, there's just nothing about Debo's profile. Like we could sit here and talk about, like, okay, his target share was fine. He's their zone beater. He's the guy that they they you know there's so much zone coverage in the NFL. He's the guy they go to to beat zone. His target share was still extremely good. But if you look at every other peripheral outside of the volume and stuff like that, it all screams, "What the hell are we doing here?" Because, like, last year when CMC was a full-time player and Devo was on the field in a full-time capacity, these were his weekly finishes. And I, I get it's a four-game sample, but still it's, it's another data point. Devo Samuel with CMC last year as a full-time player. Wide receiver 58, wide receiver 5. Okay, that's great, Graham, but it's more of a Haley's comment. Wide receiver 66 and wide receiver 33. Three of those four games, you're sitting here saying, why the hell did I put Devo Samuel into my lineup? 
as well as the fact that his a dot dropped from 8.1 to 4.2 so basically he's getting check downs okay so that's not good his deep targets dropped from 0.9 per game to 0.4 in the eight games including the playoffs with cmc where debo had at least a 72 percent route per dropback game a route per dropback rate so eight game sample here he got four freaking red zone targets so he's not getting deep targets He's not getting rushing attempts. He's not getting red zone looks. He is a wide receiver PPR guy on a run first offense with George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and CMC on this offense. What in the ever loving hell are we thinking about drafting Debo Samuel as a wide receiver too? Because I don't see it. Like I don't see the data points to back it up at all. So I have two... Two quick players to touch on with you. Uh, one we ran out of time with last episode, so I want to get your opinion on that. And then the other one is, we'll talk about him first, actually. Uh, a tight end I seem to bring up a lot to people, and they just don't get it. Is I think that they're just addicted to the big names and stuff like that. But Gerald Everett is a team that should be rostered. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love Gerald Everett. Um, if you actually look at his metrics amongst tight ends, he ranks very high. Um, he had a career year in his first year in um, in L.A. with Herbert and them. And then it gets better. Uh, they got Kellen Moore. Uh, all he's done is produce Dalton Schultz, who was, what, top three, top four tight end during the mm-hmm. COVID year. Um, I think that Everett is more physically put together than Dalton Schultz, some would say. Yep. Um, and... I mean, amongst tight end metrics, he finished top eight in, I think, every major category you'd want, whether that's slot snaps, red zone targets, contested catch rate, targets in general. I mean, he provides everything you want, and he finished 11th in fancy points per game for a tight end last year. Um, I, I don't know why people just, like, they do not have that same affection for Gerald Everett that they do for... These guys who haven't really shown that they should be worth that pick. And the other part of this is people look at me crazy when I say to fade George Kittle and that his ADP is not anywhere near where it should be. I think that his fantasy points are just completely phony. I think he is just such like unreal touchdown rate at the end of the year last year. And other than that, you got... You count the two weeks he was injured plus a bye week, that's 10 weeks total that he gave you seven points or less, which is half of his fantasy points per game average for the season. So 10 weeks he was rostered, he gave you either a zero or less than seven points. Like, I don't understand that value at all because you're not going to get that same touchdown process again. Baney, we're, we're, we're hand-holding here. Go ahead, go ahead, TK, before I weigh in here. I got a qu- question for Baney about Everett. Um, I don't mind Everett whatsoever, but do you think his numbers are kind of skewed just because so many receivers were injured last year for the Rams? No, I think that he was utilized how he should have. I mean, they they he's... He's 6'3", 250, runs a 4'6", He's got great hands. I mean, just put on the tape. I mean, he's one-handed catches. He's jumping. He's go over people, reaching for the pylon. The dude is an athlete. I mean, he really is a very big slot receiver. 
when they use him as such. And I think the same reasons that people have talked themselves into Quentin Johnston are the same reasons you should talk yourself into him because we're expecting Mike Williams to go down. Well, that's more targets for him. That's more targets for Quentin Johnston. But they use him as a wide receiver. You're not going to tell me Josh Palmer's better than him. I would rather have Gerald Everett over those guys. And the production is going to get better with a better offensive coordinator, I think. I I hear what you're saying uh, as far as, like, yeah, there's more touches to be out. But, I mean, the offense didn't even produce what it was supposed to produce last year. It wasn't even technically, like, a good year for them. I think this year is going to be awesome. I think it's going to be fireworks there. And I think week one against Miami, we're going to see it. I think it's going to be a shootout in Miami or for that Miami game. And I, that's just my opinion. I bang for Gerald Everett, and I, I don't feel like anybody else does. So what if I told you Gerald Everett is my tight end 11 right now in my ranks? I'd love it. Uh, he is. He's been my tight end 10, tight end 11, all the way through the entire offseason. I have not moved. I have not budged off of that. I'm with you. I do not understand. Um, and I want, I was, I'm sitting here opening up stuff, and I'm pulling up stuff as you're talking, Bainey. Um, just to give people context out of there, Gerald Everett is my third most highest rostered uh, tight end right now over across 150 best ball teams. Um, I, I love Gerald Everett so freaking much. He is dirt cheap. And there's so many different parts or pieces about Gerald Everett to love. Um, first of all, one of the, okay, so let me break this down. Outside of these elite guys that we're talking about year in and year out, um, you're talking about the Travis Kelsey's, Mark Andrews, what have you. Outside of that, the guys that get into the back end of tight end one are on good offenses. What do we care about? You're sitting here touchdown hunting, you're hunting for, because here's the thing. If you get seven to eight touchdowns as a tight end, you're probably going to be sniffing around the top 12. If you get eight touchdowns, nine touchdowns, lock it in, your ass is probably top eight, you know, because you probably got enough red zone usage and, and just overall usage to bank in that. Tight ends, we need to not only be chasing profiles and talent and athleticism, but also touchdowns and good offenses. And so, you know, you look at the top tier of guys that we chase every single year. Yes, it's talent. Yes, it's volume. But going down the list, I'm not telling people Gerald Everett's going to be a top six, top five tight end. Can he be top 12? Is he going to be top 12? I firmly believe that because if you look at Gerald Everett, yes, the efficiency metrics all line up. And I, I go back and I preach this religiously. If you want to take one metric or tight ends and you want to sit here and say, who are the guys that I'm chasing for ceiling in whether it's situation and all these different types of things. I want people to look at yards per route run against man coverage for tight ends. And I'm just going to read off this top of this list. Okay. And you tell me if these are guys that are really damn good. And, and yes, there are a few outlier guys because it's small samples here. Let's read off, like, say, the top 11 players, okay? The list for yards per route run against man coverage for tight ends, and this is a low bar. I only did, like, at least 10 man coverage targets. First, Darren Waller. Second, Mark Andrews. Fourth, Travis Kelsey. Fifth, Jordan Aiken. Sixth, Alice Goddard. Then David Njoku. Evan Ingram. Am I making my point enough yet? Jelani Woods, Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson. Okay, well... 
all of those guys are really damn good. The guy that I jumped over, and if people are keeping up with my numbering, the third person on that damn list is Gerald Everett. Third. We're talking about he is in an offense that's going to... I'm making the bet. I've already made bets, and my cash is behind it, not only in Gerald Everett for best ball, but also in betting markets. Justin Herbert is going to lead the damn NFL in passing yards. Justin Herbert is going to lead the NFL in passing attempts. Okay? Kellen Moore. High-powered offense. They're going to throw deep. They're going to run a shit ton of plays. And to tie a bow on all of this, if we are investing in good offenses, and we're talking about, okay, good offense score a shit ton of touchdowns, the trickle-down effect of that is, yes, good offenses. They score a lot of touchdowns. That goes to the quarterback. That goes to the running back, the wide receivers. The other player that also gets in the mix on that on a weekly basis and in fantasy from year-long to weekly scoring on good offenses, if you score one shit ton of touchdowns, the tight end is coming along for the ride. So, yes, I'm totally with you on Gerald Everett. Awesome, man. Um, I will also piggyback on the fade about George Kittle. Um, I love George Kittle, the player. I wish George Kittle was in a situation where he'd get 130 targets on a yearly basis. If that was the case, George Kittle would be a yearly top two, top three, top three tight end. But he's not. And that's not going to change outside of injuries. And the other thing that we have to understand here with George Kittle is he's not exactly young anymore, guys. Like, he's not. Um, on that list of yards per route run against man coverage, George Kittle was 16th last year. You marry that with other metrics for George Kittle. He scored the 11 receiving touchdowns that Bainey talked about. Before last year? Weren't we all sitting here saying, damn it, if George Kittle could just score touchdowns, if George Kittle could score touch before last year, that man had never had more than six receiving touchdowns in any NFL season. The saying that he's going to reproduce 11, good luck. I'm not chasing that. Touchdowns are the flukiest damn thing that we should not be chasing overall in fantasy based off of last year's numbers and him saying, okay, he got to where he got last year, not because of volume, but because of touchdowns. If he didn't score that many touchdowns, people would be saying, oh shit, why did I draft George Kittle and he screwed me over? And the other thing about him coming up to like the age curve and saying, I'm not saying that George Kittle is going to be a bum, but is he an elite, elite guy? I already brought up the yards per route run against man coverage and his dip there, but even his overall numbers, it shows that as well. Last year was the lowest yards per route run and targets per route run in George Kittle's career since his rookie year in 2017. And it was also the second lowest PFF receiving grade of his entire career. So if we're trying to split hairs and just look through the, you know, trying to envision what this season could look like, this season could be another year of George Kittle showing slight decline in his efficiency numbers. And if you marry that again with a run first offense, and if he doesn't produce the touchdowns, which Brock Purdy last year had a stupid, ridiculous touchdown rate. If that doesn't happen, Brock Purdy is going to disappoint people as well. So it's just a lot of things that when we talk about regression, expecting a guy that has never done it in his entire career at a point in his career where he's showing drop-off in multiple efficiency metrics, it is a really, really tough bet to make. Maybe he buries me on it, but I'm willing to sit there and make the bet that he doesn't. I think tight end spot, don't have those big names. It gets rough to find a tight end. 
fantasy wise and you're looking at points. I feel like that's one I mean, of the TK, hardest. that's why like this year my tight end my tight end approach has been really damn simple. It's draft Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, Mark Andrews, or Dallas Goddard, or just punt the damn position. That's, that's kind of where I went with it as well in my drafts. I can't snag like, one of those guys that I like. But that does conclude this episode, D bro. We thank you again for coming on. It's always a pleasure. And we oh, guys, keep... you know, I told you before that if I got the time, I ain't never going to tell you no. No way in hell, man. <laughs> but we appreciate it. Um, guys, tune into that episode he was talking about, but the, about the bus. You said that was coming out when? We tape it tomorrow. It should be live either tomorrow, definitely by Friday. And um, we got a bunch of other stuff hitting the airwaves this week. Um, we've got... So we just concluded, uh, everybody that is not subscribed to Fantasy Pros on YouTube, please go do that. Um, we just concluded Fantasy Fest today, so six hours of continuous fantasy talk. We did two mock drafts in there. We talked bust, we talked running backs, quarterbacks, wide receiver tiers, all the things and all the stuff. It was a star-studded cast. We had freaking Marcus Grant on. Um, we had... Tons of people from around the industry. Jake Seeley joined us for a little bit. We had uh, Billy Muzio for Player Profiler. And I know I'm not going to be able to run down the entire list of guests that we have, but it was a shit ton of awesome and amazing people from around the industry. So go check that out. Um, just all good stuff, man. It's the, We're in the throes of draft season. Um, you can find all my content out on X as well as uh, if you are at the top of my profile, if you click on the link, it, it will bring you to every article only my articles and every article I've written for the entire freaking off season. Awesome. Oh yeah. Debra, the beard. Everyone's talking about the beard. I'm glad I got oh, to geez. work with you and see it. <laughs> Love it. Love the Man, beard. I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of gray in this beard. Line. <laughs> it's not as, uh, that, that's, that's, hey. that's one of the, qu qu the questions that YouTube will not, or one of the things that YouTube will not let me live down. Two things. They, the, People have called me a Megamind with a beard, or at least that's what I look like without a hat, supposedly. <laughs> um, as well as they love to shit, sit there and shit talk the fact that the gray is coming in. So, hey, yeah. the the gray works well with that tuxedo, buddy. I love hey, it. Hey, man, try to keep it classy around these parts, you know? I told you, I'd, I, I'm a big uh, proponent of, you know, you dress up nice when you come uh, to do big things, or uh, you're going to, you know, get out and floss with uh, some important people. So I wasn't going to come in here sitting here wearing some kind of scrub kind of outfit. So Love it. Love it. It's a pleasure. Hey, we thank everybody for coming in, the guys for the community drafting with us, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Let Them Know Fantasy Football Podcast. Join our community and follow us on all socials or keep up with the episodes on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts.